So we're going to talk about a little thing called E3. What's that lot about it then, Tom? What's this E3? Not sure. Really? We better find out. Quick! Ah! So it's been a pretty eventful week in gaming. It has. That big old press conference they hold in the United States has happened. The Electronic Entertainment Expo. Ooh. Ooh, tingly. Do, Ooh. You, like, do you like how I always said Expo? Expo. Like, like a, a posh, upper class person in a film. No, I enjoyed that. I've got a stiff upper lip for the Electronic Arts Expo. <laughs> See, it's just the word Expo. I'm glad you I said can't say anything up, else. Upper lip. Yes. Um, so, yes, Matt, you've been following this quite I closely. I have had eyes on it like you wouldn't believe. I've I've uh, heard a few things. I've watched the press conferences. Really? Yeah. What do you think? What did I think? Okay, so Nintendo really didn't have... Uh, they had an E3 presence, but didn't have a press conference on stage like the other two. No, they didn't. Well, they'd established this beforehand. They were going to do a Nintendo Direct. Hmm. They did that, and there they was did. some... Uh, I wouldn't say surprising announcements. We, it was a good guess there was going to be another Mario game in the form of uh, Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, it's kind of interesting they've gone back to the old Mar- Super Mario 2 idea, though, of having Peach, Mario, nice. Luigi and Toad. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a nice... I'm actually incredibly excited about this game because I really like 3D Land. Yeah. I think it was the finest slice of Mario they've been for some time. That's fair enough, yeah. I, I look quite cool. I'm not doubting it. It's a Mario game, man, you know. As this quest through Mario games has taught me, you can't really go wrong with a Mario game, yeah. except Super Mario 64. But that's another thing. I still don't get that, Matt. I, I still know. don't get why you don't like that game. I'm, honestly, that's going to be the, of this Super Mario challenge I've set myself, the Super Mario Super Challenge. That's going to be the hardest one. Just can't. Oh, just don't it's like beautiful. It. And, and you get to that relaxing uh, level where you're swimming and there's the eel. Do you know the only thing that I can really think off the top of my head I really like about that game is when you jump into a painting and it goes, ba 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 ba. Bam. Yeah. Okay, let's move on from Mario 64. Anyways, yeah. Super uh, Mario 64. The gem of a game that it is. And uh, we're going to talk about Mario Kart 8. Oh, Ooh, another surprise announcement yeah. from Nintendo. <laughs> it's almost as if they're playing it safe. Uh, it feels a little bit like that, but I'm excited about the game. It looks nice. Looks cool. I'm kind of. I don't know how I feel about them going, okay, we're not going to bother coming up with names like Super Circuit anymore. It's Mario Kart 8. Do you know what it is? Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of cool in a way, isn't it? Yeah. I remember when I heard that the 3DS one was going to be called Mario Kart 7, I thought, Jesus, there have been that many Mario Kart games. Yes, there has. So it's, it plays up to its heritage a bit that it's a long-standing series. They're introducing this kind of driving up walls and on ceilings yeah. this time around. So they always uh, find something to spice up the racing. They do. Sorry, just doing a little count there in my head of the Mario Kart games. Yeah, it makes sense if you count Super them up. Super Nintendo and 64, ones. Game Boy Advance, GameCube... Game uh, Nintendo DS. DS, then the Wii, then Wii, the 3DS, 3DS yeah. and now, yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I can do basic maths. Isn't that fun? <laughs> well done. Yay! Um, what else did they have? Oh, Super Smash Brothers was probably... I can, We kind of guessed that these games would be the ones Nintendo would announce at E3. Well, They've become quite predictable. Yeah, they did say they were going to announce the Smash Brothers in all fairness. I kind of wish they hadn't, because... That was, it almost seemed a bit desperate when they were like, oh, we're going to announce a new Super Smash Brothers. Please watch, please watch. And this is the one, they kind of tease at this when they, they first talked about the Wii U, didn't they? They were yeah. going to do a Smash Brothers and, and they mentioned, uh, I think they mentioned back then there was going to be a 3DS version. And so we got to see both in the Nintendo Direct video. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to pick up a 3DS one. I don't know. Something, something about Smash Brothers appeals to me as being on a home console. Yeah, um, I think... For me, having the smaller 3DS, I'm less likely, even less likely to pick it up. Yeah. Because I, I, what they've done, if you know, noticed in the video, is they've gave, given the uh, characters a black outline now. Yeah. So I, I, and my thinking is they're doing this so you can see them better on Possibly. the smaller screen. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it could be good. I, I hope there'll be a demo of it at some point. So we'll give that a go. It might be, maybe one I'll pick up. I'm not uh, sure yet. Yeah, you never know. The the Bigger Brother version, though, I think is a definite must-buy for <sighs> Wii owners who like the franchise. I, I don't even care. I didn't buy... Really? Um, thingy. Uh, what's it called? The one on the Wii U? Brawl. Yeah, I like... Yeah. Brawl actually made me a fan of Smash Brothers. I didn't like Melee. I really like... Or Melee. Or what What do we call it? Melee or Melee? Melee. Okay. Because it goes, Melee! Is it? Yeah, but I think it might be Melee. I don't know. Uh, send uh, answers in on a... On stamp, a postcard. Please tweet envelope. them at us. That way we can read it and still be confused. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm quite excited because, yeah, Brawl made me a fan of the series. I could never get to grips with uh, using a, a GameCube curl to play a game like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I... I really, 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 really liked using the N64 controller. I was kind of a on bit the, gutted. On the N64 I loved version, the N64 version, yeah. yeah. I got it for my birthday um, one year and didn't stop playing it. It was like the game we played. Got a lot of multiplayer memories of the N64. It's Sorry, a, going off Nintendo, the in general, are a fantastic multiplayer console company. Uh, some of my favourite multiplayer games are on the GameCube. Uh, Pac-Man Versus being a shining example. Um, but back to uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah. Um, what in, what excited me about Brawl was I could play it with a D-pad and for yeah. someone who was used to playing fighting games, games with D-pads it That's felt cool. more natural for me I know other people swear by the GameCube controller uh, over time I've, I've got to grip to the Game controller more I've played Melee uh, yeah. little, uh, got it after I got Brawl so yeah I, I'm quite excited about this and some great new characters have been announced oh I we fit trainer yeah the one everyone's been looking forward to I've seen That's so funny seen so it? it's great it's just <laughs> kind of like a nod it's just like yeah okay we kind of admit what the Wii is here's the Wii U trainer and the fact that there's like a big Nintendo in the background of one of the uh, 3DS levels and they were all kind of hiding away from the dog. So I hope the dog kind of like stretches or Do something I, and can knock you off screen. You remember the dog hilarious. was in Brawl. I don't know if you've not played Brawl much. So not the dog much would at all. I didn't know. And pour the screen really? and get in the way so you oh, couldn't fight. Oh, yeah. that's kind of cool. There yeah. was some nice touches. Sorry, I didn't realise that I haven't played Brawl much, if at all, I think. I wow. played it once or twice. Um, Me- Mega Man. I okay. kind of went a bit nuts in the middle of the street because I got out of my carpool and I was doing the rest of the walk home with my big arcade stick under my hand and I had to put it down and go, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd maybe buy in that game exclusively for the Blue Bomber and 
Yeah, but I'll buy it anyway because it'll be fun. Because there's be... not a lot of games on Wii. Shh, <laughs> shh, don't tell anyone. Oh, but 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 soon there'll be plenty, including Pikmin Three, which I I never saw anything on uh, Pikmin Three E Three. It wasn't it's in the direct, was it? Out in a month. Oh, it's out in July. Did they cover it in the direct? Uh, I can't they covered it in the last it direct. At all, yeah. I think it may have been in the like the montage of hey, these are the games oh, coming out. Yeah, in but it's weird you say that because they didn't cover Pikmin, but they covered. Uh, Wonderful 101, which is out in August. Yeah, oh, that looks like a nice game. It does. Well. It looks like uh, multiplayer brawling Pikmin. It looks like Pikmin on speed. It looks amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. games usually deliver a fine quality title. Yeah. As long as it's not Metal Gear Rising. As long as it's not Metal Gear Rising, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, speaking of Platinum, uh, Bayonetta looks really good, too. Uh, yep, yeah, the short-haired Bayonetta. In fact, the Nintendo uh, announced it was pretty cool, wasn't it? Um, the Scribblenauts DC game yeah looked all right but i still more excited about uh unlimited which is we still haven't got disappeared in. yeah i don't think it's coming out mate i honestly don't think we're gonna see that game ever now but I it was I... more exciting than one that based around dc it's a bit more free wasn't it to yeah i honestly i don't think we we're ever gonna see that game in europe oh. now that this one's coming out and this one's out pretty soon this one's out in like september they probably no. just said oh well we won't release no, it no no i'm gonna have to get an australian copy of that i think Rayman, Rayman Legends. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's been on the radar. It should have been released a while ago. Yeah, it's going to um, be great. I can't wait. Can't wait to play that one on my Vita. Yeah, it's going to be good. Shock announcement with the new Donkey Kong. Uh but it's I've seen today that it's actually being made by Retro. Yeah, Retro made the last one. Yeah, I know, but they did a fantastic job. Uh, give it what, to Nintendo. Are you worried about that? Give it to Nintendo. No, 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 no. Retro, Retro are the new rare. They've become uh, Nintendo's uh, right-hand studio. I can't remember. Oh, never mind. I was going to have a dig at the guys making the Killer Instinct game, but I can't remember the name of the studio. Hmm. I was going to say Digital Foundry or you whatever You've not played it yet. You don't know if <sighs> yeah, it's going to be I, any good or not. I'm just, I just... Anyway, we're on Nintendo. Just about no, no, I, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about Nintendo. I'm just kind of... Donkey Kong will be great because Donkey Kong Country Returns was great. One of my favourite uh, games. It was the, a great game. and In all fairness, it should be good. Yes. But my on. point is... More of the same. This is the overriding feeling. Uh, 40 minutes after all the big kerfuffle of, yeah, we're not going to E3, we don't need E3. And it kind of confirmed what I'd long feared when they announced that, is that it's because they didn't have enough for an E3 conference. I don't think. You know, it, it, was, a, it was a 40 minute thing. Oh, Pokemon? Oh yeah, they they did they no. they have a separate they Pokemon event or was it in because they I talked in direct about Pokemon. I couldn't watch it all because the stream kept dying, which uh, is something I've heard a lot from people who are trying to watch about it. In this game, there's going to be an option to strengthen the bond between you and your Pokemon by by touching it <laughs> appropriately, not do you, inappropriately. Do you play um, Let's Get It On while while touching your Pokemon while yeah, struggling? You can, you can play games with them and feed them and stroke them and meant to strengthen your connection okay one of the new features is it like fire emblem if you breed with your pokemon do you get the stats of both yourself and the pokemon oh going no. into, yeah i'm not sure if i like that territory matthew i don't know mate there's, I'm, there's some <laughs> fan fiction out there that begs to differ so moving on pokemon x and y uh look like they shake up the series a little um, did look very cool 
from what I saw. I'm not too sure about the start Pokemon. As oh no, I as usual, the fire Pokemon looks the best. Oh, very unappealing, I think. It's, it's a hawk man. It's, you know, he's a hawk man. It looked really cool. It's a fiery, fiery bird, uh, much like uh, Chico. Oh, the one that turned to a fighting bird. Yeah, but I don't care about that because I'm guessing like it may look like a legendary Pokemon or something in the end. The lobster thing's kind of weird, and I was like, "The frog, is it there?" I don't know a what lobster. that is. Is like, there was a frog? It's like a little blue lobster look thing. Look at the picture. Hang on, I'll look it up. They revealed three new Pokemon, and me being me, assumed that they were the starting Pokemon. So I may be completely no, wrong. No, no, I this. think the three featured in the direct were the starting Pokemon, but they also talked about the fairy type. They which did. Is yeah. going to be strong against dragons. Yeah, but that makes a lot of sense because dragons have dragons. been overpowered in the Pokemon games. So that, yeah, I'm fully behind that. I don't get. And also, uh, Pokemon which would be in this type have always been classified as fairy Pokemon anyway. And that's like Jigglypuff and uh, I've seen Clefairy were as well. So it seems right that they have, they should get their own uh, type. It's been long overdue. The uh, pink characters. Okay, these Pokemon that I thought were the starters aren't the starters because I'm looking at the starters now. No, are the starters? Uh, Can I see the starters? The starters look really these are, lame. The, these are the ones that. I'll be getting yeah, the fire one. Yeah, okay. Like fox. These are the ones that I was referring to when we were talking. Uh, so you got a little frog, a little fox, and a little. Uh, shrew. Shrew, squirrel, grass. on his head. Yeah. Um, I actually quite like the little grass one. Yeah, he's got. He's got some appeal. Yeah, but they, they showed on Kotaku because they also had a Pokemon event as part of E3, mm. which I believe may have also been broadcast. I'm not entirely sure. Mm. But uh, they revealed three new Pokemon in that, which I... Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. No. Not a visual thing. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, there were other things announced, uh, but is that it for Nintendo? Uh, let me is look at my list. you want to talk about? Bayonetta 2 looks really good. Uh... Mario Kart, Mario 3D, Wonderful 101, uh, Link, Link Between Worlds look good as well. Oh, the, the 3DS New game. 3DS title. Oh, yeah. yeah, and also Wind Waker uh, HD. Yes, Wind Waker HD. They've actually improved the original game from the looks of things as well, and mm. it's my... Oh, I love the handheld games, but like in terms of console game, I think Wind Waker's my favourite. Great. Going to play it again? I will, yeah. I think so. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, in all fairness, um, I'm not buying any other games for that console. <laughs> Might as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I've kind of done a serious list to you. Serious business, what, what, people. What's this? And I've, I've written what I liked about the conferences, and then I've written letdowns. Um, so what have you got to say about Nintendo? No third-party support. Uh, no third-party support seems a little harsh. No third-party support. EA is still in there. Ha! we might be developing games thing and then Ubisoft came out today and said ah yeah we'll develop more game uh, we'll develop games for the console which they've said they'll make ports of other games which like I'm Splinter a bit, Cell which yeah but I'm a bit list. worried about that because like Xbox 360 and PS3 games yeah I can understand why you'd make a port of that but ga- they're also going to be uh, releasing Watch Dogs apparently on the Wii U mm-hmm. I don't get how that's going to fare Compared to the other versions. It's a similar situation that we've had in previous console generations of making a PS2 version or a Wii version of the bigger brothers. There's been plenty of Wii versions of uh, 
big games. Yeah, but Sometimes the Wii versions by different tended studios. to be different. But I'm these might be different as well. I kind of hope so because I don't want like a a downgraded port because that just seems a bit poor. But they, in all fairness, they've said you know. Nice that the release giving no, no, we owners the, the option. It is nice, yeah. I I, I will give it to Ubisoft because uh, uh, I've actually written down in the other category that the press conference was probably one of my favourites. Yeah, I never saw that. It's good. It's you can tell me about it. Yeah, it's worth it. I'll bring it up later. Uh, but they said, you know, it's just like, it's a Nintendo console. It's going to find its audience. When it does, we'll develop exclusives for it. No problem. But until that point, we'll just make ports, which is fair enough. Because, I mean, obviously, you don't want to throw all your chips into a Zombie U2 and then it, for it not to sell and the console to be dead. Mm. But I don't think it will be. It's good. It's a Wii U. Yes, I think... Oh, oh, I nearly forgot about it. What? One of my favourite games on the Wii was Wii Party. Oh, God. Of course, care. Wii Party U's coming out now. Wii Party's one of the greatest party games. Uh, it's already out, Tom. It's called Nintendo Land. No, 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 no. Wii Party's different. And I'm, sure. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm not going to sit here and defend Wii Party. I'm sure people out there who've played the game know how much fun it can be. I've played the game where you hide the Wii mode, <laughs> so please explain to me the more appealing thing a bit. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm cool that that game will be on the Wii U, but it's what else is there? What what other draws are there of Wii Party? Cause it it's a great multiplayer experience. There's quite a few fun mini-games, a lot of variety. Um, it's a laugh. And there's those compatibility things, you know, they're always fun. We have to answer questions about the other person. Okay. Um, the, re- the wealth of options in w- anyway. Yeah. You, I'm going to have to play some Wii Party with you, man. Okay, I think you will. Yeah. You're not that excited about uh, Wii Fit You then. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that. Really? No. Why not? I you never mentioned the Wii, Wii Trainer. Fit. Neither did I. I haven't got a balance board. Not interested. I've seen them in a few charity shops here, which shows their appeal. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So, yeah, I guess we decided to talk about Nintendo first because we've got an interesting battle now between uh, Microsoft and Sony. Uh, so we do, I didn't want Nintendo to get pushed to the, the side of this discussion because I still see them as a premier uh, system, the Wii U, and uh, yeah, it's important to talk about it what Nintendo are doing. It seems to be... Don't let it get overshadowed by all this that's going on between Sony No, definitely, and, and it seems to be something that uh, a lot of like press have been reading this last week has been very dismissive of Nintendo and just like, oh, well, it's Nintendo, who cares? Because other news stories have been with this kind of battle between the other two. But I'd say this in the nicest possible way. At least the games they showed were somewhat original. What's that for uh, the other consoles? You know, like, admittedly, like, they were they were Nintendo games and they were quite safe. But at least there was a little bit of heart to them. At least it wasn't just generic first-person shooter A, generic first-person shooter B. I, I like that, you know, it's just like they're not kidding themselves. They're not like, hey, you want to watch TV? Watch yeah, TV. Nintendo they're all just about like, the games. well, you know, you Always like our been. games. You, yeah. you know Mario Kart. There's eight of them. Use the eighth one. Enjoy it. They're very true to themselves, which I like. Yeah, the purest gaming platform of the next generation will be the Wii U. Undoubtedly, still. yeah. You always rely on Nintendo. But what do we make of the rest of it? Shall we talk about Microsoft first? Let's get into they it had, they, they had the, the start of the show, didn't they? They the, did, yeah. They all kicked kick off with the Xbox yeah. One. I'll give a miss. I've written down, like I said, this list of like pros and cons. And 
for me, they have as many pros as they do cons, but probably more pros outweighing stuff, but the cons kind of kill the console for me. I think the cons have been the highlight of most the new con, stories. I, I'm not going to delve into them, you know, all the DRM stuff. And they, just the real... Uh, I'll talk about it after. Is I want to talk. I want to focus on the positive Very first. controlling. That's the, the perception I get of Microsoft. They want to control everything. They do. Um, um, it's <sighs> not so much that that bothers me. I, I've kind of gone, yeah, that's really... Not good, but like I, I, I'm yeah. We're gonna talk about the games and what I liked about the Xbox One was it didn't mess around in its conference and it just went straight in there with that trailer of uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh my god, yes! What a good way to capture the audiences with I, a, a title like that. It just looks so fantastic, just so well made. They just, always are though, aren't they? But like. I I'm a big fan of Metal Gear, the previous Platinum Games entry to the series shall remain nameless, but that is the only exception to this. I was blown away. I just saw it and I was just like, Oh my god. Oh and nice just, music as well, isn't it? It like it just when it started I was like, Is this Red Dead? And then I, I was just like, Oh my god, that's revol that's a young revolver Ocelot. <gasps> oh Metal Gear and then they just showed it and I mean all we all we'd really seen of Phantom Pain was that clip in like an asylum thing and the the Fox engine clip that one of them is yeah. in the night and one of them is now in the I, day. Now I'm confused now because I saw a trailer a while ago for something called Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes. Yes. And then I started hearing about Metal Gear Five Phantom Pain. Yes. There's a difference. Um, I believe Ground Zeroes was never revealed as a. Metal Gear game. I think it was just called Ground Zero and everyone was just like, oh my god, it's a Metal Gear game. Because No, certainly in the trailer for Metal Gear Ground Zero, it had Snake crawling around uh, rescuing someone. This kid in a cage. Now, I saw this same kid in a cage in the trailer. Yeah. So it would appear to... I don't know if I'm right or I probably should have read up on this, but it looks like uh, Ground Zero has become Phantom Pain. Um, Just reading it quickly. Um, oh no, it's the other way around, right? Because uh, Ground Zeroes is the one going to the PlayStation Three and the Three Sixty, okay. And uh, that Moby Dick Studios was it? The whole like, oh yeah, we're making a game thing was actually the Phantom Pain Studio. I think I don't know. I'm so confused. Yeah. It's a mystery. Anyway, yeah, Phantom Pain looks good. We get more news on Ground Zeroes when we uh, get it. Uh, but nice, it's like um, Metal Gear in a new environment, in an open world environment for the first time, which was what I thought Ground Zeroes was going to be. Um, it's actually taking place after the events of Ground Zero, so Ground Zeroes is a separate title. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but you're in a desert, and it looks very much like Red Dead. You can ride a horse, you can uh, sneak around and be stealthy in the undergrowth. The fact that it's an open world blew my mind. Because I can't imagine it. I like how many stealth games can you think of that are open world? How many games can mm. you? Oh, just, I think it's going to be a really interesting, fresh uh, gameplay experience. I think it will, and that's what I was looking for at E3. And I think you know, so a wise of, choice for Microsoft to focus on it. It was, yeah, and but they, not uh, exclusive by any means. No, um, and that's a, a big thing of this conference. Whereas you know, kind of people brought in games and even Sony did as well. And that's one of my qualms with their conference. They brought in these games and they're not exclusive. The hardware is so 
similar these days that they can do it now, mm. and that's great. And they had uh, they brought Kojima on at the beginning. They the did. Show. We're serious about games. Look, here's a, <laughs> a very popular games designer here who knows his craft, and he's willing to say the Xbox One makes this possible. And, yeah. and wandered off again. He did, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a strong start. <laughs> it was, yeah. And it, it, it continued uh, for me, actually. Uh, on the whole, the, the, the games that were announced uh, looked good. I was a little worried about Rise because it seemed like a series of quick time events. And oh, this is stuff a, that game is on my list of terrible This is letdowns. a trend, uh, I think, in games now to create just bombastic experiences. It's like now they've got the power, they just want to throw everything at you in one go and just show how um, capable the machines are. Uh, there's no room to breathe in these uh, titles, it would seem. It really made me laugh that they think what is going to appeal to me as a gamer is every time I try and attack someone, I get a quick time event. Mm. Honestly, I was... I looked it's at like it. visceral. It, it, I mean, it could be enjoyable. It's just... What I don't like is this, this trend of, of, of that's how we do games now. Uh, yeah. I saw a guy, uh, one of the art directors or someone on of uh, the God of War series said on Twitter, as someone, who pl- as someone who created the God of War franchise, I apologize to the world of gaming for quick time events after they during them showing Rise. And I just don't know who the game's supposed to appeal to. It's supposed to be their really? answer to God of War. It looked terrible I think it will appeal to people i don't i don't um, i think that's going to be the universal studios I know, I of know. the of the xbox one launch it's going to be the game that everyone hates i don't know i've seen people who have uh quite quite like the look of it uh we have a mutual friend who we work with a guy called Jakob, and he's very much into his not only his action games but he's very into his uh history yeah is he excited about this no he thought it looked terrible and And why did he think it looked terrible quick time events he just said he said what am i playing he said you walked around a big set piece and then you tried to fight someone and then you just had to keep pressing quick time events he Mm. said just let me slash people I mean, so, you know, uh, you in a comparison to something like Metal Gear, there's a lack of freedom in... It, in comparison appears, to something like to Blinking Zelda, yeah. you know, if I can, we if I can slash people... Wrong. This could just be the beginning of the game, I hope maybe. not. I well, we can't uh, make too many uh, quick judgments, I guess, but from the looks of what we saw... Can I make a quick time judgment? What's that? Can, quick, I, press, <laughs> very good. can I press Y and go, I think it's going to be terrible? Yeah, you can if you want. Yeah. Um, what else, Matt? Go on. You've got a list. Right. I'm, I'm going to balance yeah. this up with the yin and yang. Um, I'm just going to go into the one I'm guessing you want to talk about. Dead Rising 3. Okay. Oh. Now, now, everything. You know, actually, I remember getting up and going, oh, Dead Rising. Now, this was a reaction I had no control over. Yeah. I was just very excited when I heard it. I went, oof, in work, and a few people turned around and looked at Dead Rising. Like, oh. Now, okay. So, that first of all, the announcement, very excited. I like the series, so uh, a new Dead Rising was always going to be an exciting uh, thing. I, I like the guy who talked about it as well. He seemed uh, very honest, and uh, yeah, I liked his delivery of the game. I uh, showed it off a little. Uh, it looked very brown. I couldn't get over that fact. Yeah. <laughs> also, I very much like the fact that when you the protagonist jumped through the roof of the bathroom and he was just like, oh, you can use a flashlight. Anything's a weapon. And then you pick up a gun. <laughs> it's like, great. And then you proceed to gaffer tape that to your... Uh, flashlight. Flashlight. And what, what's cool about that is now you no longer have to go to a specified area to uh, combine your weapons. You can just do it on the fly. 
Yeah. I know there's a little bit of a time delay for when you do this, which obviously adds to the tension when you're being attacked. I'd imagine, though, that there's probably special areas for things, like the uh, baseball bat with the nails through it and stuff. I'd imagine you have workbenches and stuff. I think maybe it's some items you could do. It could be. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and Um, see, yeah. But it, it looked like Dead Rising, and even the way the character moved and it had all those little things that appealed to me about the franchise were there. Um, apart from the humour. Oh, this is what I was... So I, where, where was the jokes? It's pretty realistic gameplay, Tom. Come on, and I've actually read a statement saying that they're, they're moving towards this now with the New Dead Rising, that but they're like, going to make it grittier and why? more serious. Why is everyone making DayZ? There's a trend now, isn't there, for that kind of uh, more serious zombie uh, Oh, but I... Uh, yeah, but they they just shooting themselves in the foot. I think I know you should work to their writing strengths, which are a sense of humour. If you can't dress up your characters, why can't I dress up like Mega Man and go around can. and shoot people with a terrible X that the, does nothing? The setting looks, as I said, very brown, not a very fun setting. Unlike obviously the last game was uh, off the record, which uh, added a, a theme park area to the game. Yeah. So. It was starting to move into even more wackier territory, and they've kind of reined it back. But um, okay, let's talk about what impressed us about. Am I right it. in saying that it's developed by Capcom USA? It's developed by the same studio who developed Dead Rising Two. Okay, which isn't okay. the same studio that Dead Rising, Rising, Rising One. One. I prefer Dead Rising Two, so I'm quite happy about that. Dead Rising Two made a much more accessible game, and the fact you could read the text on screen to <laughs> give you missions—that's always helps. Uh, new protagonist. He looks kind of cool. Looks like a uh, mechanic. Yes. Kind of trap. Um, but the amount of zombies on the screen was one of the... That looked awesome, in all fairness. Of course, you've got a new console with all the power. What are you going to do? Throw more zombies. Oh, yes. And it really felt this guy was one little guy against a lot of... But, like, it's that idea of, like, when you go down into the car park under the mall in Dead Rising 1, you just see the waves of zombies. and like, oh, my God. But, like... It looked like that everywhere. Like the fact that like they were breaking through fences, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It's going to be a very impressive game, uh, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with it. I hope they still retain um, the traditional uh, Dead Rising humour in there. Uh, I like what they did with the smart glass thing. Like uh, the guy had what looked like a, a mobile phone, like a, I guess Why a Windows phone. Why can you call in tactical strikes? <laughs> okay, yeah, it feels a little bit less like you're on your own, I guess. But it was quite fun all the same to see the guy pick up his phone and ring up for an airstrike. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see how it's used in the game. You know, it's probably not something you're going to have a lot of access to. Alternatively, you can use the smart glass to buy DLC while you play games. Yay. Yeah. Oh, well. So yeah. Dead Rising 3, for me personally, was uh, my uh, top pick of what Microsoft showed, which is a bit sad in a way because it's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> but go on, continue. I disagree. Um, my pick... Oh, actually, no, I'm just going to talk about games. In all fairness to them, like, I think they hit a home run with games. Yeah, it's great. Selection. Just so many, like, below the new game by um, you said Capi, below. Capybara, yeah. Yeah, I think you said um, below for a second. No, <laughs> no, not below. Below, sorry. Below. Below. By Capicom? No, 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 no uh, by Capybara, uh, the Who? people that did uh, Sword and Sorcery. Oh, EP. sure, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting confused with that other game game that they're releasing for PS4, Capcom. Deep down. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, below uh, uh, the the term that seems to be thrown around at the moment, uh, roguelike. Have you, have you heard this expression at all? No. 
essentially it means there was a 1980s oh, the really believe, old game called Rogue. Yeah, Rogue. Oh yeah. Um in which obviously not only was it tough as nails, it had permadeath and it also randomly generated dungeons. And that's what I think this Polo game is going to do. I, I didn't read up much on it. I just saw it. It was like, nice. oh man, it looks nice. That kind of that retro aesthetic that all their games have. Oh, it just looks good. I, I, I kind of, I say this in the nicest possible way. I hope it's not exclusive. I know it is at the moment, but I hope mm. at a later time it will a, become available. A focus on the exclusive titles available for, for one. There was. I put it one. Weird, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. 360. Now the world is gone. I'm just one. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God help me. Uh, yeah. God I, help Microsoft. Oh, yeah. But you can't say you can't say they've not got a good selection of games. I actually think what they announced there excited me a little bit more than what Sony I'm an announced. RPG fan, but I'm going to talk about that later. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, like I said... Overall, great selection of games. Uh, Hello, looked got, amazing. Yeah. Mirror's Edge Two is going to be exclusive. It's not technically a two; it's a reboot of the first one, but it still looks. Oh, is it? I didn't realise that. Amazing. I uh, I really like the first one. I seem to be one of the only people that does. Um, so I'm really right, so looking forward to that. Um, Halo Five teaser. <laughs> I like Halo. I'm yeah, but I think that's see, this is why I'm so bitter about Microsoft. If you can tell the disdain in my voice, it's because I really, really love some of these franchises, and I would have bought an Xbox One, but I'll get into why I didn't afterwards. Uh, wait, um, Sunset Overdrive. Oh, that looked good. Yeah, um, I like the look of that. Personally. Looked like you mashed together Team Fortress, uh, that Batman Gotham City Imposters game, and. Uh, Left 4 Dead and and the uh, Fanta advert oh and the Fanta yeah <laughs> that's why I saw uh, the Phil Fish of Polytron first to um, say was uh, it looks like it's an advert for Coke and I was like yeah it, it does maybe but we'll have some product placement in it maybe anyway it's like an open world online uh, death, shooty deathmatch shooty that will change all the time I think, yeah I it looked really good uh, kind of uh, yeah, it's right there. What's that game that was on the Xbox as well as like PlayStation? It's like a monster based game where you killed monsters. Kind of reminded me of um, Zombies or Zombies at My Neighbors. I can't remember what it's called. It's Monster Something anyway. But it's kind of got that vibe where you're just going to be like some zany characters fighting a load of monsters. Kind of like Zombies at My Neighbors, but for in a big Visually, but very nice. World. Yeah, a cartoon aesthetic Remind, reminded me of Team Fortress. That's yeah. my thing of it. Like, looks cool. And it's developed by Insomniac, which it's Microsoft seemed quite proud to say, "Yeah, we're working with Insomniac now." <laughs> yeah, but Fuse is a clunker, from what I understand. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, you can't deny their heritage. They're pretty good. The fact that they make a mate, you know, they are the studio that makes quirky guns in their games that do all funky things. So yeah, it'd like be very fun to Ratchet play. Ratchet and Clank, and I, I like Resistance. I'm just happy that, you know, obviously, like, Resistance and Fuse probably aren't as well-received as the Ratchet and Clank franchise, especially the early ones, just because I think they've been bogged down in this, you must make a gritty, realistic game, and now they've just been like, oh, well, here's the game you want to make. What Go they make got it. right was, uh, the, I'm talking about the first Resistance, the only one I played. I've not that played was, any of them, to be honest. That was enjoyable. It was straightforward and enjoyable, and... Uh, they're a good developer. I look forward to seeing Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. Um, uh, Crimson Dragon. 
Oh, new trailer new, without new, any sound. New Panzer Dragoon. What <laughs> <laughs> a new Panzer Dragoon. Did they say you thought it was exclusive? Or I not? think it's exclusive. I'm guessing it's exclusive. Uh, Much I like think they were focusing was. on their titles. Now this looks very close to Panzer Dragoon Order for the Xbox. Uh, though it, even bigger dragons. Uh, what's it? Crimson Dragon. Yeah. Crimson Dragon. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Auto is one of the reasons I bought an original Xbox. Auto's a fine game, even now looking back on it. It was one of my first Xbox, original Xbox games. Yeah. Weird, weird story of that. I bought a, um, for those of you UK listeners, you may remember there was a, a personal computer company called Time back in like the early 2000s who kind of like Dell now when they made custom PCs and stuff. And when I bought a PC from them, I got, a copy of Panzer Dragoon 1 and 2 and I played them to death because they were the only games my PC could run. So yeah. I'm Panzer Dragoon 5. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was on one disc. I just called it 2. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, good. Good. I, I never played it on the Saturn though. So when you bring your Saturn over I think I may have to invest in them and get that I, I, I have them on the Saturn. Ooh. I have the Japanese ones. Yeah. With the nicer covers. Yeah, Crimson Dragon looked good. I, I yeah, it looked really nice. It's a shame there wasn't a beautiful orchestral soundtrack to it. Maybe you could probably trailer. find it online by now, I'd imagine. Was that just a glitch, or was that the fact that they, they probably just chose to show the gameplay footage without any music? I don't think they did. It seemed too obvious. I think there was a few technical flaws in Microsoft's conference. There, like is with, there was with Sony's as well, if I remember correctly. Um, there was something went wrong at one point. It's Destiny inevitable. kind of lagged a little bit. Uh... But like not so much as like the the battlefield thing with EA. Oh yeah, there's a battlefield game coming out for Xbox One as well. It's just, for me it looked like a similar thing to Rise. Let's just throw loads of explosive things at you, like a plane. There falling were some down. pretty cool things though, but I've seen those in other games they've shown this generation. Uh, I'm not a fan of the series, so I can't get excited. No, about no, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not raving about it, but like it looked good. Like in terms of like first person shooters and someone who's played a lot of them it looked okay. The fact that there's like impact damage on the walls of the ship where if a stray bullet goes into the wall they, they make mm. impact and if you shoot a lot of things together they'll create a bigger hole and stuff and there seems to be real surface damage akin to what we were actually promised red fraction on the PS two where stuff does break apart properly, which has been a thing of the battlefield yeah. series for a while anyway but no um yeah that froze that was an awkward moment um and d4 i'm really looking forward to uh by swervy 65 a guy who made a deadly premise i had to look up who swervy 65 was really uh, and then i thought oh deadly premonition right okay yeah. that'll be uh, interesting i don't know like i i kind of it was in a, a montage thing and it was a, a blur but how would you describe that game from what you saw because my description, I bet, is going to be completely different to yours. Because I don't even it think mine like makes sense. It looked like another game. Uh, maybe it made me think of Catherine. It the did. Way it looked. The art style reminds me heavily of the Persona series. Um, they look quirky and uh, brightly coloured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Show you like for some reason, I have in my head, and I, I this could be because I've been working extremely late and it's quite late when we're recording this and i'm not really making a lot of sense uh but for some reason in my head i have this image of like there's kind of a bit where he's in a bar or like sat at a diner or something and someone tries to hit him and then he starts like pressing the d-pad buttons like arrows came up in the corner so, yeah, yeah but i'm wondering if it's some kind of like rhythm based 
Oh, you think? Thing. It could be anything. could be it all sorts of different genres. Well, this is the thing. One. This is why I, I'm a bit, you know, I'm a bit quick to judge Rise, and it could be a perfectly functional game. I mean, it's only... Uh, we saw a lot of gameplay of it, and I kind of got bored, and that's my only concern. Yeah. But Killer like, Instinct. That's uh, on my letdowns list. Oh. Uh, Continue I'm, with your... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Titanfall. Titanfall. Now, this is a game from Respawn Studios, which I had no idea who they were when they started talking about it. And then I later found out that they're the X-Core Duty developers, X-Infinity Ward. They are working with EA at the moment. Yeah. Um, go on, what do you think of this game? I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, and what is it exactly? Is it, is it third person and first person shooter? No, I, w- I thought it was third person when it first showed the Is the it purely trailer. first person? I believe so. I could be wrong. I think maybe if you go into the the Titans, it could go third now, person. Titans maybe. are giant robots which you can climb into. Uh, nice gameplay mechanic. Uh, I, I like this. This is taking the, the talent of, a, of, of some developers who were making these kind of real world war games in the form of Core Duty. I know they got quite outlandish yeah. as they went on, but uh, I'm putting them in a fantasy setting. Uh, this might be a game I, I'd like to play. It looked really good. Um, it, to me, it kind of mashed up my favourite multiplayer games on the Xbox of the last generation uh, being Halo. Definite Halo influence in the design of the soldiers and stuff, and they almost look very Spartan. Uh, looks like it has a uh, COD Modern Warfare's grasp on running gun combat and mm. general first-person shooteriness. And then the Titans not only kind of remind me a little bit of uh, MechWarrior and Steel Battalion in the extent that when you're sitting in the cockpit, you've got all the buttons and stuff around mm. you. Kind of reminded me a bit of Lost Planet, which mm. is probably my favourite multiplayer game of the last generation. Well, you do like some Lost Planet. I, I love Lost Planet. I'm really looking forward to 3. Don't really care about the story as much, but I really like the multiplayer. Don't ask me why; it just something clicks with me. I just, I just think it works really nicely. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and then I'll, I'll move on to my letdowns list because I, I, I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine really, really cool games, and in all fairness, you mean I'm you were let down by the thingy game? Which one? The time freezing game. Oh, no, 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 sorry, that's what I was going to say. I've probably forgotten stuff because there's like 20 games. <laughs> and I remember going, wow, that looks good. That looks good. That Remedy's looks good. new Remedy's game. Remedy's new game. Uh, ah, the, the game which has a box art. Quantum angry, Break. Angry Man with a Gun actually angry looks a bit more than gun. just an Angry Man with a Gun. Yeah, though I'm quite surprised that that doctor lady who Yun freezes in time's face hasn't become a meme because that's a pretty cool expression. Where She's kind of like the scream that pinked in. What was it called again, this game? Um, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. So it's like a detective who can freeze time. Is he a detective? Or am I, just I think so. Grasping that out of thin air. I'm, I'm guessing he's some kind of thing for the police. I'm not too sure. Looked interesting anyway. It did, yeah. Looked really good. Um, I'm trying to think. Because like, if I move those two that I really didn't like, there's still 10 games there. So there must have been more stuff. It's pretty good. Like I mean, I said. Forza will be good, but I'm, I'm oh, getting Oh, like yeah, Forza was one of them. The, the, um, the, the, Battlefield the, was one of them as well. The, the thing is with Forza now, uh, for, for me personally, delivered the same sort of experience over and over again. Uh, this would be, they'll do it again, but with your driver tar. Or what's it called? Oh, um, yeah, it's driver tar. 
I, I think they should have gone with Carvatar. I, that's much better. It sounds like a Pokemon. It does. But uh, I didn't really understand. I think I must have been making some food at the time. I didn't. I missed this whole Drivatar thing. It seemed kind of strange, if I'm being honest with you. Like, um, essentially, the concept behind it is you have a Drivatar, and when you're not playing the game, your Drivatar is playing to your standard. So there will never be moments where if you own the game and it's attached to your thing that people won't be able to play the game online, I think is the idea. Mm. But you gain experience and like money for winning races and stuff based on your driver tar because apparently the AI is so good that it can copy your ability. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it seems a bit strange. And uh, yeah, as I made a snarky remark on Twitter... It's great to know the Xbox One is always online so it can play games for me when I'm watching TV. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I just, it seemed okay. Forza. Like, Forza looked good. In all fairness, most beautiful game on the console, I think. Most Probably most beautiful game at E3. Looked really nice. Really? I Honestly, like, uh, some of the car stuff looked amazing. I mean, they've always used Forza as, like, a, a benchmark for how good the games look. And, I mean... If they're looking like that, oh, actually, no, I tell a lie, Final Fantasy 15. But <laughs> I retracted my earlier We're statement. We're going to get on to PlayStation soon, but Matt, what, what, what didn't impress you so much at the press um, conference? No acknowledgement of the whole DRM crisis. No, well, they wanted to avoid that, obviously. Yeah, but they just avoided it like the plague, <laughs> and now it's even more annoying because Sony just kind of... They would have Yeah, they would have. But, you know, in comparison, Sony was just like, yeah, we're not going to do this. And in all fairness, it kind of turns out that it's the same as the PS3 now, where they kind of give publishers the right to do it, much like they do on the PS3 with online passes and all this kind of stuff. But, like, people were chanting Sony's name. Oh, when Amazon has sold out of their, of their allotted amount of PlayStation Is 4s it Drac- for launch. Jack Tretton? Is that his name? I think so, The yeah. Sony guy who got yeah. up there on stage and announced all these things that... Yeah. Xbox said they're going to do and no one liked and PlayStation said, oh, well, we're not going to do them. And yes, it was a moment of victory. It was... Uh, oh, but anyway. Yeah. Them, but like continue. the fact that they didn't address that kind of annoyed me and the fact of, of their public relationships after E3, it's not a qualm on their E3 comments, like I said. Best games. I'm a bit disappointed that I, I, I want the console. It's just there's... I feel that if I buy it, I'm supporting something I don't really believe in and I'd rather kind of wait on these games because Respawn have actually said in an interview today that they're not saying 100% that Titanfall will never be released on the PS4. I think in a lot of cases, these games will get released down the line. I think they will. This is my thing. I don't think Dead Rising 3 is going to remain exclusive. Did, was the last one on PS3? They were always, was it? Yeah. I thought they eventually. Got... Yeah, eventually, yeah. Oh, no, actually, no. Actually, on launch, it was. Sorry. Was it? Dead Rising 2 on launch was oh, released okay. on both. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, they released the other, the updated version. Yeah, but I mean, you know, obviously, Halo 5 will be uh, the four, if anything, is to go by off this generation, it will be. Well, unless at the very end of the console's lifespan, they release a director's cut of it. <sighs> I wouldn't for mind. For the PS4. I wouldn't mind. It'll probably be better. <laughs> um, but just... The, the relationship to like press after the event and the fact that like Dolmatic kind of came out, I think it was Dolmatic anyway, don't quote me on that, came out and said, well, if you don't like the fact that the console is always online, you can always play the Xbox 360. And I'm just like, how 
insensitive can you be to the needs of consumers? The fact that they've announced as well that it's only going to be available in 13 countries, Xbox Live, for it at, at launch. So if you're in Asian countries or anything, you won't be able to play the console, as well as some European countries, I believe. So you won't be able to play the console at launch, even if you do get one. And that seems a bit extreme. They didn't even just say Xbox Live Gold wasn't available. No, they said Xbox Live, which is required to use the console. No, an internet connection is required. It, it did. Uh, I, mean, I can't believe they'd release something in a country that you could. I just use. don't think they're releasing it in every country right, at really. launch. But yeah, but that's the qualm of like, if you did get one, then you won't be able to play it, which is annoying a lot of people. No, it's very expensive. Ah, uh, yeah, the price kind so of. That's well, I guess a big that's qualm because as well. of the 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 Connect is a very revolutionary piece of kit. This new Connect, from what they said in their first uh, conference when they first announced the Xbox One, they did. It looks great, uh, and um, maybe that's what's bumping up the price. And I know I kind of I'm kind of going against what I've said should it previously, be uh, but they didn't show any Connect games. At no, they knew probably not to do that. Yeah, I know they know not to do that, but like, how are you convincing me that this extra $100 I'll be spending on a console is well worth it if you're not going to even show me any of the games for this revolutionary bit of kit? I think it would have been a wise move. Maybe there's not got anything to the standard they want it yet. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. Uh, and then why force it on consumers? Potentially, Disconnect could be great. But yeah, I it think is it, Honestly, I think it looks amazing. The fact that they've integrated like these gestures and stuff into the navigation, some people might not like. I think it's a really nice thing. As Apple have shown, you know, mm. touch gestures, pinches and all this kind of stuff. On every smartphone now, essentially, like they work. When like if you can get it to implement it mm. really nicely, and I, from the looks of things, what Microsoft has done with it, it looks really cool. Mm. I think it's good. I and just want games for it. When <laughs> it boils down to it, do you mind paying extra hundred pounds for the Connect? As it's standard now, it's kind of a bit irksome the fact that it will always be valued at that hundred dollar mark i mean no one's going to sell their xbox three, xbox one sorry without a connect now because it needs it so that's part of the console so there'll never be a price tag on it but like look at the connect one like you can pick one up do it cheap now no one wants it for the connect one for the xbox 360 mm. confusing them too many numbers uh and yeah. I okay, so, so what we're saying in short is we don't think that anyone's really bothered about Connect and Microsoft aren't selling it to us as an amazing piece of kit. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm more convinced about Smart Glass after it. Now I've kind of looked at some of the Smart Glass things and I was like, that's pretty cool how you implemented that. I don't see me using it if I were to get Isn't an Xbox One for TV and stuff, how they hope. I think you, the point you made earlier, the fact they want control over everything seems a bit, bothers me a little bit. The fact that they're just like, hey, don't use your smartphone, that thing you use every day for various other things. If you're that nerdy about checking up what this actress was in, use Smart Glass, take up three quarters of the screen so other people can't watch the program you're watching and check that out on screen. It's like, it's unrealistic, an expectation. Looks cool when you add it into gameplay. But like, what is Smart Glass exactly then? Because I just thought it was like um, a tablet device with Windows on it. It's anything... Um, like it's like this mobile phone. Your mobile phone could use Smart Glass, yeah. yeah. The whole idea of it is kind of the idea of the Wii U gamepad and that you can have an extra screen for or doing things PS and whatever. Vita. Or the Vita, yeah. And I 
yeah, it's just this idea that you can... It's just a flash name. Yeah, pretty much. It's just the idea that you don't have to buy an existing piece of kit. You can use an existing smart device or mobile device and then reap the benefits you would on like a Wii U or whatever. So you could get maps up, you can get tips up and all this kind of stuff. But you have to let go of your controller to do that. Yes, and that's the thing. You haven't got four arms. And I mean, if I'm going to check my thing for Game of Thrones references and find out what that actress is in, I'm just going to pick up my phone and I'm going to quickly type it in. I'm going to look at it and go, okay, and then put it back in my pocket. I'm not going to go through the hassle of picking up a tablet device that I'll probably have to sync to the Xbox for a few seconds and then go, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do this. Oh, but at it's least we know everything will be instantaneous on Xbox. It will, in all fairness. Yeah, that's a, a null point. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it looks cool, though. I, I'm more convinced about Smart Glass than I was when they first announced it. I think it's a really nice function, maybe. Mm. If they can utilize it properly, I think it'd be really cool. And I mean, obviously, everyone's got a smart device, so if it's easy to connect to, so like... If you were over my house watching a movie and you wanted to use some smart glasses, or maybe you can't, maybe you have to pay. I think so. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, of. you want to use your mobile phone phone with the X with the mobile phone that's not already registered to your Xbox One. I realize, you would have to pay. I realised the point earlier that I don't think anyone's raised. Maybe because it may seem too silly a point to raise. What happens when you want to sell your Xbox One? Hmm. Like. Are they going to allow pre-owned Xbox Ones? Are they going to allow you to sell your console on? Is then... I don't see why not. You just clear the console and you start afresh. I hope so, but like, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm waiting to see how this DRM stuff works first. Mm. I I think that's based on on, on games publishers, isn't it? Wanting, not wanting the pre-owned market to overtake the new market. In the console market, I don't know if Microsoft are as bothered about pre-owned consoles being Maybe. sold yeah, so I, I don't think they'll be but if they because EA have come out and said no it's not us this is Microsoft this yeah. is Microsoft pushing this because they get money from these pre-owned games so um, are they going to want the bigger chunk of the I don't know how it works I don't know how the uh, percentage royalty works on pre-owned consoles but maybe they'll want some kind of reactivation after you've sold your console. I, uh, oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. You see, this is the major factor that's, I think, putting people off the Xbox. It seems so overly complicated. It really does. You just want a games console that you can play games on. The Wii, the Wii U does that very well. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation and, 4 and the PlayStation looks like 4 looks like it's going to be very user-friendly. Um, I, we, I oh. will put Killer Instinct down on my letdowns. Looks very nice. The fact that it's free to play and you only get one free character, much like the um, Marvel superheroes MMO at the moment where you only get two characters and then you can pay for things like Iron Man, which costs like $13 on that game. Seems a bit off-putting. Apparently there is going to be a complete version I read this morning, but apparently it may be uh, bundled in with the Mad Cat's arcade stick. So you're probably looking at around... Well, you'd only be able to buy it with an arcade stick. I think think? so, from the sounds of things. Yeah, so... uh, but. I don't know any details on that. Yeah. That's just what someone theorized when I was listening to a podcast on Giant Bomb earlier. So okay. maybe not. Anyway, yeah, in short, great games, just still the same qualm for me of, as to why I haven't pre-ordered one. I'll probably get one eventually if some of these games stay exclusive, but not until they've sorted out the DRM stuff, or at least attempt to. Then on to Sony. Okay, so it's, uh, Sony had a nice start to their press conference. They actually focused on PS3 games for a while. They did. They, I mean, 
to be fair, so did uh, uh, Microsoft. Uh, World of Tanks, we did mention. World of Tanks! But we're talking about Sony now, and uh, The Last of Us will be released soon, and they showed that Tomorrow, again. actually. Oh, there we go. Oh, uh, today, depending on when I put this podcast up, I would say, yeah. Sony were keen 40. to say how well-received the game had been uh, by critics and such, and uh, that's nice. Gran Turismo 6 is coming out on the PS3. It is. Yeah, Seem- I find that surprising. Seems a bit of a letdown, really, because, you know... Look how long five took to release. Look how perfect they got five, and they're like, "Oh, we really focused on well the suspension." Apparently, six looks amazing from what I've heard. I can't remember much of it from the conference, I, but I'll be honest, I went home racing game. Uh, you don't like racing games, no. Do <laughs> um, but another Grand Turismo, um, and so, so that 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 was nice, and they, they announced quite a lot for the PS3. Uh, well, showed it at least. It's already previously announced a lot of these things. Um, PS Vita, they got a little bit of a focus, so keen to say how the Vita will come into its own in the future. A lot of games at, um, at the conference, apparently, have uh, been following a lot of it on on the old Twitter. And, yeah, just load, apparently there's loads of stuff at the E3 that they didn't show that like is going to be featured in press and stuff now. Yeah, Just because they wanted to focus on the PS4. But, like, a Tearaway looks great. I'm going to have to buy that. Tearaway looks very nice. There's some, some game about Byros that looks fun. Byros. Some some platform game where everything's drawn out of a, a Byro. No, oh, okay. I don't know if that's a Vita game or a, or a PS4 game. But I'm not too sure. Nice. Yeah. Um, that was another nice thing they did. They added this emphasis on uh, indie developers uh, in the Sony conference, and they had a load of people playing all the indie games. That uh, not all are going to be exclusive. I think they're going to be exclusive at first. What did they say? Some of them maybe, but they've announced that. Um, Abe's Odyssey, new and tasty, is coming to the Wii U yes, as well. I know so that much, yeah. I don't know how long the exclusivity period lasts, but it, I just like the fact that they got them up on the main stage. And they was got just the like, developers. These are indie developers. They're making really cool stuff. You should check some of this stuff out. Yeah, but it's it's elevating them. You know, it's nice to see that Sony is taking risks, not only with the fact that the games are really cool. Hmm. But the fact that these studios have got unproven track records, that's what kind of, despite all the cool stuff Microsoft showed, they were all from established studios with a a proven track record of making great games. And I mean, Sony Mm. stuff was as well later on to a certain extent. But it was nice that they kind of just like, this is mainstream gaming now. Indie developers are a big part of our thing. And I really like that. Some of these indie games uh, look very promising also be free. They will. Uh, at the beginning for PlayStation Plus members. And yeah. your PlayStation Plus membership will carry over, uh, much like your Xbox Live it Gold. It will. Mm, nice to know. At least they're giving away uh, new games for free, unlike uh, Microsoft uh, are offering well, you, you the old games. You, you don't want Halo 3. No, I've already got that. You sure? I think I've got, already got Assassin's Creed 2 as well. Really? Yeah. Did, you want, did you want Fable 3? Apparently Fable 3, yeah, is available yeah, now. That great game. That everyone loved. Yeah, it's free. Still, it's free. Yeah, um, exactly. Anyway, uh, what, what have you got on your little list about Sony's press conference? Right, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip over my fanboy moments for now, and I'm going to put them in the end. Um, Destiny. Oh, Now, well, why wasn't so Destiny in the Xbox? Um, possi- I assume it's being released on both systems. It is. Um, I believe, though it wasn't really confirmed to the extent of, like... Uh, Battlefield and COD getting map packs first. 
I believe that they've said that there's something between Activision and oh, serious? Sony, so maybe there may be some exclusive content. Maybe it get maybe get released on the P. I can't. They imagine seem more this. friendly at the moment with Sony than they are with Microsoft. Well, I, I, you know, because Destiny's going to be competing with Titanfall. I, I imagine. I assume so, and you know, obviously, <laughs> Bungie kind of worked for Microsoft for a long time. Yeah, and now they still own Bungie's franchise. Mm. So maybe there's Wouldn't something you kind of want to break away from Microsoft, maybe. A maybe a little bit. I don't know. Um, yeah, it looked very exciting, though. I looked it did look nice. <laughs> I enjoyed those two guys demonstrating it. They were a riot, weren't they? They were, yeah. It looked, uh, well, a bunch of fat stuff always looked really cool. Like, I remember going on the forums at Halo 2, and they all seemed to be quite fun guys. Oh, let's see your gun. Whoa, that's cool. And when that guy died, he's just like, oops. <laughs> he's trying to revive him. Uh, yeah, uh looked really cool um the fact that it's kind of got these sections where it goes a bit mmo Hmm. and you start playing you know online for a bit to take down a big monster and then you go offline again what i like most about that that, when they met her with the girl and she waved was it the girl or the guy no the guy the guy yeah the guy at first we met with the guy he waved i like the wave it seemed very natural yeah hey idea of waving to your friends hi over there you're right i'd imagine there's probably more gestures as well Mm. the fact that it's got like tiered gear as well kind of appealed to me the fact that you know you can play and get rewarded by getting a special gun mm. and stuff, kind of oh, like uh, Borderlands. Is one of the things I really like about like, that game. Much uh, like tiered cakes, are special tiered guns yeah. are just as special. They are, yeah. Tiered cakes for weddings. Mm. Tiered guns for Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Destiny looked good. Even I said that I'm not a huge fan of uh, first-person shooters, but I, I, I will play them, and uh, that looks like a nice one. Yeah, Watch Dogs. Obviously, coming to every yeah. console under the sun. I've watched dogs, watch dogs, watch dogs. Oh, it's been it's on the radar for a while now, hasn't it? Because it looks very nice, and it's probably and it was the first next gen game. Yeah. Revealed. So it still looks nice. Some some nice ideas in that game as well. Looks really cool. The multiplayer seems quite fun as well. Mm. And uh, you know, I like Assassin's Creed. Not that fast on the multiplayer. The fact that it's kind of got a similar vibe to the Assassin's Creed multiplayer, but you can also mess with other people and stuff online. <laughs> the fact that, you know, you obviously you're all hackers and stuff, so you can mess with the other people and things while mm. you play the multiplayer game. So it's quite fun. Yeah. It'd be nice to see how that works as a dynamic. But yeah, you know, it's out there. Go watch the really expensive trailer that looks like it's live action because it's ridiculously well rendered mm. and animated. Um, Infamous Second Son. Not a fan of the Infamous series. New one you looks very it? good. I haven't. Just no interest, Do I'll be honest. you know what it is about, um, conceptually, uh, it's quite a cool concept, but maybe it just seems a little bit bland. You play Infamous, though, and you you realise how fun it is to play and, and why it's so fun, I think, is the character controls so effortlessly and fluidly. Yeah. Uh, the, the movement in Infamous is very nice. Uh, Sucker Punch has always been very good at that, I think. Yeah. Um, so yes, so uh, Infamous is is good, and this trailer looked uh, nice. It looked really cool. It just looked like a nice story. It looked really well acted. Like obviously, there's a lot yeah, of these motion animation stuff uh, going in there. Uh, really nice. They looked really cool. New console, but it, honestly, it just looked great. I was just like, oh, it's an Infamous game. Wow, I should really play the other ones because never had any desire to. To be honest, even though I got the second one, was it for free after the PS? I got the first one for free, and then the second one became free as well, yeah. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, because that was the staple when if you had a PS Plus membership, those were kind of the free mm. titles. Um, yeah, I never played either of them. Got them both on my PS3. Maybe I should give those a go when I'm back in the UK. Yeah, just give them a go. <laughs> um, no DRM. Obviously, we touched upon that when Sony kind of came out and said, hey, all these things. I like the way they had their nice little um, information on the TV behind them. Yeah. Obviously, that <laughs> share your games video as well that went viral. Not planned, apparently. They just did that after their conference as a little giggle. Yeah. That's why it's the guy who's representing the And Indies. a lot of people keen to point out that, oh, look, they showed their boxes. Yeah. Game boxes. It looks like Vita boxes. Yeah. In that. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen that, by the way, it's essentially them saying, share your ga- how to share your games in retaliation to the fact Microsoft haven't really divulged and how they you said step one is step. to say this is the first step, step. of many steps. steps but no it was only just one step yeah it's literally just a guy handing another guy a case and going there you go and him going thanks it's brilliant just cheer Tony were really playing up to this <laughs> they got a mic drop on Spike TV um Dom no not Dom Matrix it's Microsoft guy uh, it's Jack Tretton I Jack Tretton thank you very much I'm very I tired just did a mic drop. They 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 said, you know, you you've you killed it. Just do a mic drop. So you did. You threw the mic over his shoulder and walked off. It was amazing. Yeah, it's really fun to watch. Um, yeah. So obviously that was good. Um, Indies on the main stage. Mad Max. Mad Max. So we have a theory about this that uh, apparently they are working on some sort of Star Wars game. Avalanche Studios. There was a thing um, when the announcement of Lucasoft. Uh, Lucasoft. Lucas oh my days! I'm tired. Lucasarts is demise came about. They kind of said, "Well, they'd probably still be alive if they'd um, if they'd allowed us the Star Wars license to make our new game or something snarky like that." Avalanche was said. Yeah, that. Avalanche, and they were saying about it, and then they showed a little bit of concept art, and essentially it was going to be a free roaming. Just cause style game, but as a smuggler on Tantooine, which sounds like a really cool concept. So now they've got a game based on Mad Max set in a desert, which I assume is a free roaming game. I bet you're uh, almost like a smuggler in that game as well. Well, you're Mad Max. Yeah, Tom Hardy or Mel Gibson. We don't know yet. Yeah. Me and Matt were discussing this the other day and wondering if perhaps you'll be Tom Hardy, but there'll be download content to be Mel Gibson exclusive or to Tina PS4. Turner. <laughs> or Tina Turner. Oh my uh, God, you're only a few Tina Turner, the R1 button will just be sing. And yeah. then you just go, we don't need yeah, we'll another have. hero. The Beyond the Thunderdome add-on pack. Oh, <laughs> Thunderdome. The Thunderdome fighting. You oh, thought about this? What? You thought about doing the, the fight in the Thunderdome oh, virtually? God. That would be amazing. That's what they're going to do, aren't they? They're going to have that. As well as the driving. And there'll be like a, a brawl-style... Be- oh, it'd probably be more like a UFC, though, wouldn't it? It'd probably be more realistic... Fighting. But it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. The Thunderdome fight. So, uh, oh man, that'd be amazing. Oh, I, I'm a big fan of Mad Max. If you couldn't tell, yeah. Despite Mel Gibson's craziness, I, I love Mad Max. Um, yeah. So Mad Max. Hopefully, we'll hear more about that. Was that an exclusive? Did they say? They never said. I don't. It think. probably isn't. Then I, <laughs> that's that's my one of my letdowns of the Sony conference. Well, they've of. got Killzone, Infamous exclusives. Because they're made by Sony. And then what else have they got exclusives? Nothing. No, they have. They haven't, because no. those two, my last two, are on the Xbox One. I'm going to say where they are. Uh, Final Fantasy versus 13, or as it's now known, Final Fantasy 15. Quite a departure in style from previous Final Kind Fantasy of looks games. a little bit like Lightning Returns, but I'm also a big fan of action More RPGs. action How are they going to... 
introduce the uh, the, the uh, tactical fighting element? Don't know. Be interesting to see. Looks amazing. <laughs> Looks like uh, they've been. There's been a lot of backlash about it from Japanese fans. Actually, been reading today. Uh, because they they don't like it being so realistic because it's set in like modern day Japan with, with a fantasy element to modern day Japan. Is it? I didn't know like that. Yeah, um, uh, it's on the bit we're in the car at the start is actually on a tall booth that exists in Japan. And if you look in the background, you can see cars and there's some sequences of like action sequences oh, where they, they were fight. Saying in. It was part of the trailer that fantasy is becoming a reality. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a. Maybe an alternate reality of current day Japan. I still look very Final Fantasy to me. It does. Um, I can't wait for it. It looks amazing. I really, really, really excited. Um, I've wanted to play this game since it was announced. Actually, bought APS3 on the back of playing Versus because it just looked amazing. And I was kind of hoping back in E3 2011 was it when Microsoft said that uh, Final Fantasy 13 was coming to the Xbox. I was like, they're giving them verses. They're giving us verses. Ah, oh, they didn't. They they said 13. I was like, okay, well, mm. I, I'll have to get a PS3 then. So I did, and then it never came out, and I was going to come out in the next gen. But I'm kind of glad because it looks so much better, and it's obviously it's had time to mature and stuff. It's going to be a fantastic game. I'm going to stop gushing like a fanboy. I really like Final Fantasy, even the bad oh. ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which looked also very very good hey games look really nice nowadays on these new consoles don't they they look like uh, cg cutscenes. they do uh, all, now all i was thinking we, we were we were at that stage now but i i do know in uh, the last generation which is kind of still this generation but yeah not quite the next it's current generation, gen i'd the, say until the, they, they would occasionally switch back into an fmv sequence not yeah. all games did that but there still has been a trend this i still think they that. if you look really closely at these pre-rendered cutscenes. Sorry, in these trailers, I think that there is a a slight difference between what is a pre-rendered cutscene and what is a, the actual in-game graphic. But Metal Gear didn't look that way, did it? Metal Gear. When Metal Gear switched and from what looked like a cutscene straight into the game. They said the Metal Gear is going to look better than that. Yeah. Okay. They've, they've said that because it's on. And that was the same with Final Fantasy as well, wasn't it? Pretty much they cut straight from what seemed to be a cutscene into gameplay. Yeah, and looked amazing. Just the, the textures and how fluid water looks. It just looks amazing. What I have to say about seeing games running on both consoles, there wasn't a noticeable difference in There isn't, quality. and that's a good thing for gamers. If I you don't, there's yeah. no upper hand. People are going to say there's an upper hand to one or the other, and they always will. But I think we're on a pretty level playing field as far as the Xbox One yeah, and the PS4 are concerned. Considering the PS4's price, which I assume is a point you were going to mention. Indeed, $100 cheaper in the US. Still uh, expensive, but good for a I, launch price for a console, I have to I say. I was going to say, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is under what their price was for the PS3, even at launch. In fact, we're in a recession and people have less money than they did when the PS3 launched and like £400 then was expensive, £429 now I believe is ridiculously expensive for a console in this mm. day and age. Especially with, you know, still in a global recession. I I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming Microsoft will have some strategy to combat the price uh, where you get a cable subscription and then you pay £80 for the box, a, much like in a mobile phone style scenario. 
Or you get an achievement for buying the uh, day one console or whatever you get. Yeah, that can go stuff itself. <laughs> the fact that they're changing achievements. Have you seen this now? No. That there's going to be essentially achievements aren't achievements anymore. Like they haven't been for a while, but like you get achievements for watching TV. Now you're going to get achievements. You like that, Matt. You like getting <sighs> achievements for everything. No, I, I don't, though. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of what I've realized. And like I was playing Persona for Arena the other day and I was look, looking at things I was like I don't want achievements anymore I don't care really like, I, it's the the fact that they've kind of killed the whole system from what I understand of reading what they're going to do in the next system where you're going to get achievements for TV you get achievements for games and you get achievements for special events for like you know getting the console on day one yeah good you you get 10 points just like that's that's not an achievement that's just mm. me buying something mm. the fact that you know much in the style of why I have a problem with Killer Instinct and why I have a, a bit of a problem with uh, Tekken Revolution, is it? The new uh, PS3? Yeah, it's called Tekken Revolution. Tekken Revolution. Yeah. The fact it's paid to win. The fact you can buy coins, customise your character, and then just beef up his stats so you can punch people harder. Yeah, it's pretty good. Ooh, yeah, no. Tekken it looked, Revolution. No, it was a very good game. It looked really cool. But the fact that you can buy coins... The fact you can, it seems very optional. It is very optional, but Depending people will. Depending on how much you want to play. That's people thing. will just play to win, though. People will want to be better than their friends, and they will spend money. I've seen it happen in mobile apps. It's a clever tactic. It is, and it'll probably work. And I, I, I'd just rather a full game. It's my problem. I haven't yeah. bought Candy Crush. If you could say to me, hey, if you pay even like £10, I'd be willing to play for it, because it looks like a solid puzzle game. If you want to pay five, ten pounds for it, go ahead, do that. Don't give me all this crap where I've got to invite friends. The fact that I can't play levels for half an hour, I've got to wait or yeah, I can I buy. I just don't care. Just honestly, just there's nothing. Nothing is a bigger turn off for me as a gamer than free to play games at this moment in time. Hmm. I just don't like them. Like until a game comes around, I believe has a fair format for that, where it's just like you know you can better improve the game mm -hmm. by doing it. Like, even the, the Marvel MMO I mentioned, there's a few free characters, like The Thing and uh, Hawkeye, and you can play them, and you can get to the end game content, and then you have to buy keys to go into the end game yeah, dungeons like and stuff. That. I'm just like, oh, go away. I just, I want to, I want to pay for a game, and that's it. I'll buy DLC if I want to buy DLC. If I want to buy costume packs, I can buy costume packs. Mm -hmm. They don't affect the gameplay. I just want simple gaming anyway digress slightly what was i talking about Roll, moaning on like an old man <laughs> in my day yeah um yeah kingdom hearts games look really nice etc more kingdom hearts yeah more kingdom hearts and yeah that's pretty much my ps3 rundowns i know there were more games and stuff but that's pretty much it for me Really liked Ubisoft's conference. The Division looks absolutely amazing. The I Division? don't know if you saw this. Uh, it's a Tom Clancy third person. Kind of looks like an action MMO, but it's not. You can play on... You know, it essentially looks like a... I don't know how to describe it. You have to watch right, the trailer. Yeah. I'm, I'm way too tired, but it just looks fantastic. It looked really good. It's um kind of like... Anarchy is going on in a system because our internet and all these things oh, went down. It? It's a third-person action title, oh. but it's a—it's uh, not squad-based. It's like cooperative. Okay. 
So you play with a group of people and you're trying to survive as a group. It looks really cool against other groups of people and other things, I'm guessing. But it looked really nice. Um, um, Battlefront 3 has been announced. Oh, so. Whereas DICE were just like, hey, look, Battlefield 4, Mirror's Edge, surprise, Star Wars. Yeah, so they're working on that, which obviously from EA's Did acquisition... That DICE are working on it. Yes, mm. that's why they've set up a new DICE studio. Mm. And in... So is it going to come become a first-person shooter now? Or is it going to be third-person? I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Imagine first. Looking from the trailer, the fact that it was a first-person perspective, you saw a snowspeeder crash, and then you saw an 8080's legs come into frame and stuff. It looked really cool. And that's pretty much it for me. That's really? I, Is that it? Yeah. Well, I, what about... Um, we got to see the PS4 for the first time. It's, we did. Um, what do you, what's your opinion? If you put them side by side, doesn't really look like a lot of difference. Um, but if you look at it on its own... Kind of nice. I quite like it. I I think I prefer the design of PS4 because it's a little bit more designy. Yeah. The Xbox is a black box. The PS4 is a black box, slightly askew. Yeah. Two pa- <laughs> How I described it to our good friend Paul was two parallel rhombuses stacked on top of each other. Yeah. It's like yeah. a sandwich. It is like a sandwich. It? Uh. A nice blue light in the middle. I wonder if the game goes into the middle of the console. I wonder if it's like you know, you just feed the game in. Yeah. Who knows? Too yeah, early. it was interesting to actually finally see the PS4, and uh, uh, I would like actually. To s- I'm going to throw another kibosh on my letdowns of the PS4. Uh, very expensive controller. Oh, I don't know anything about that. How much? Uh, Fifty-five quid. Okay, we. Well, some some place it would try and charge you like fifty quid for a DualShock Three, so. But the game did at one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, just seems silly. Yeah, but for me, uh, controllers have always been overpriced for the Xbox and the PS3. So. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but it's to be good co- a good controller. I didn't did they show off many functions of the new touchscreen on the no, controller? No, but from what I've heard of. Reading people using it. It seems very nice. Yeah. doesn't seem to be a lot of use for the, f- the touchpad yet, but I'm guessing there will be. Also, while we're talking about E3 and Sony in particular, uh, there was talk about this cloud service for games, wasn't there? Yeah. And this ability to download a back catalogue of games through this cloud or whatever. Do you know anything more about that? What is this? This is technology that's being worked on by... Uh, isn't is it Dave Perry from Shiny is involved with it? Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's a whole the whole idea of like a PSN. Oh, sorry. And the fact that uh, they want people to have an instant games library, and I think maybe that's something to do with the cloud thing. That you're mm. just going to be able to. What like interested me about it was probably the, the ability to uh, get hold of older titles again. Still, Dark Cloud was in there. I was like, ooh, just bought that, but never mind. Yeah, but uh, the uh, the bigger question is transferring your old stuff you downloaded to your PS4. They're working on it. That's what they've mm. said. The fact that your PS3 is still going to be usable with your PlayStation Plus and stuff as well as your Vita. Yeah, sure. It's not going to be a time when they shut off PS Plus on the, the PlayStation I don't 3 think so. and then all these games that you're, uh, you've got exclusively yeah. through that won't be available. doesn't seem to be the case. I, don't, no. I, I expect that less of Sony than Microsoft, to be honest. Mm. 
Um, though that's an interesting thing we forgot to mention. Uh, no more Microsoft points. Real world oh, prices yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Even At though last. They, they, they mentioned that there was a cheer. Whoop! Yay! That was cool. Oh, uh, I, I like that. I, I agree with that. The fact that, you know, everything's kind of set to very rigid points format are dead of points. Now. I mean, uh, Nintendo's not using points anymore, either. No, they're not. Uh. But E3, hey, there's been tons more announcements on E3. We 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 just really tried to cover the the press conferences and, and the the big announcements there. But uh, one thing that stood out to me was the new Ninja Gaiden game. Uh, what was one of the games that sparked my interest? Zombies. It's it's yeah, ninjas and zombies, and I like the art style of it. I like the amount of blood. Uh, like the in a Ninja Gaiden game, <laughs> but it, with with the style of it, it was even more I- impactful. Uh, I like the that fact it's got a sense of humour. You're playing as a character that uh, the protagonist of Ninja Gaiden Ryo uh, Ryo Hayabusa had uh, taken down and killed, I think, previously or defeated at least okay. in the previous game. He's out for revenge against Ryo, so Is it's he he's an anti-hero. A I don't know. He's all masked up. Oh, okay. um, nice trailer actually had a bit of a live action begin, yeah. uh, start um, so that's what I'm quite excited but that's being it's called uh, Ninja Gaiden Z uh, and it's being uh, directed by uh, Kenji Inafune Inafune he's the co-creator of Mega Man and yeah. he's uh, also the producer of the original Dead Rising Dead Rising 2 uh, so he's a, a great figure to be involved with uh, a new Ninja Gaiden game I think so yeah. for me that's one I'm going to look out for on the PS3 when that comes out yeah looks great um, I did see on Kotaku earlier though that there was a shot of like panties raining on him was there? yeah I didn't see a, that there's a gif of it and he's kind of waving his arms above his head like yeah oh it's going to be funny yeah so from the looks of things that's where Dead Rising's tone's gone <laughs> yeah they, they fired their the director, and then he's gone to work on this. But you know, a few chauvinists out there gives a lot of hope to the. There may be some jiggling boobies that. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about Team that. Team Ninja enjoy putting in their games. Team Ninja. Team Ninja are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I get confused sometimes with Team Ninja and Ninja Theory. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> where yeah, Team just, Ninja just are uh, working on with, with another studio, I think. So. Yeah. Should be cool. Yeah. One of the games I'm looking out for. Oh, yeah. Sonic Lost World looks good as well. It Mentioned does. that the other week. It does. I'll play that, that was part of the Nintendo conference. Why do yeah. we mention that? Looks like I don't it. know. It's got a 3DS version. looks nice, too. Yeah, looks great. No Shenmue. Apparently. Oh, that was one of my biggest disappointments. It yeah. wasn't even touched The upon. guy who voiced Ryo, blah, 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 came out like after E3 and kind of said, sorry, I wasn't allowed to say, but it's nothing to do with Shenmue. And we're like, well, when you say that before E3, why did you get my hopes up? So I'm guessing he's probably in some kind of Sega racing game or Sega tennis, and he's voiced... He's probably voiced more than one character in his time. Shh. <laughs> um, that's a shame. But hey, on the whole, the future of gaming, at least in terms of the games we're going to get to play in the future, it looks pretty bright. It's a pretty good E3. It was. Very exciting, E3. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff that will undoubtedly, for better or for worse, impact the future of gaming. And that, you know, it's what we want at the end of the, the day. The future will be very interesting to see. It will be interesting to see how well the Xbox One does actually sell. I presume there's many people dedicated to to Xbox gaming. And even though 
there are some disadvantages, obviously, to the uh, Xbox One. I think one. they'll be addressed though, over time. I, I've I got think no Microsoft doubt. even made a point of coming out with a statement, didn't they, to say that these things could change in the future. This isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> covering themselves slightly. When the brown stuff hits the fan, <laughs> this will all go away, um, which hopefully will be it, the case. It's going to have to, if, if they struggle, uh, then yeah, they're going to have to reconsider what they're doing because I think they're down very well with uh, people. Yeah. Uh, we're going to touch upon what we've uh, played this week or bought very quickly for yeah, the podcast. Um, I'll... I will go first on my played list because it's very, 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 very short. That's okay. I've been a busy that. boy this week. Um, as some of you may know from last week, I got my uh, Mad Cats V1.5 fight stick. My oh, it's got a fancy name, has it? It has my Tekken, my Street Fighter Cross Tekken stick. Very good. So it was 0.5 on better than V1. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> very good. Very sturdy, big metal thing. Sits on my lap, very nice. Doesn't I'm kind around. of jealous, it's nice. Yeah, Tom's very gutted that I've got a better fight stick than him. Although I'm quite happy with my... Yeah, he's taken mine's quite cool. Sticks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really like your Hori one for the PS3. I might have to, I have to buy one unless it's so cheap. Unfortunately, this one that was one of my deals last week to say, go out and buy it off Amazon, is now ridiculously expensive it's, it's almost twice two, the price it's almost 200 pounds because obviously amazon sold out so now everyone's like haha for those who hear of this great stick we'll have to pay it twice as much which is a shame because it looked it looks really good plays really good i'm actually getting seriously into 2d fighters because of it as a result uh played some persona for arena online been enjoying it if you have persona 4 and would like some games PM us on Twitter and we'll sort something out. I'll, I'm I'm looking for people to play it with. I play So Calibur. I'm looking for one more win. Yeah, Tom <laughs> needs one more win. If you want to give him one more win, on So Calibur Five. So Calibur Five. I get an achievement. Yes, an achievement. You see, I, I'm still interested in these achievements. Great, good for you, Tom. And I I played Street Fighter Four against Tom. Pretty that evenly, was fun. Pretty evenly matched. I think you may beat me more than I beat you. I, I think it, it, it was good to play with your arcade stick. As yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. It always feels a bit odd when you, you one of you plays with a different type of controller. When you both got the same, you feel like maybe it's it's more equal. Yeah, uh, but still, I I played some Mean Zangief and beat you as Ken. Oh yeah. And then I tried to play Akuma because I was like, hey, I can probably do things better with Akuma now that I've got a fight stick. And Tom went down and beat me twice. So there will be some serious rematching over the week, I think. Hmm. Yeah. I look forward to it. Ho ho. Yeah, what have you been playing? Um, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Soul Every Calibur. week, Soul Calibur without fail. I played uh, Tekken Revolution as well the other day. Uh, we touched upon this earlier. It's the, the free-to-play game, uh, which I found you can get a lot out of it without actually paying anything. So I, uh, For now, Tom. It's nice and fast-paced. It feels like a similar speed to Tekken tag two which is great visually it looks amazing does uh, look very very nice it looks uh, like it plays very nice as well and it plays very nice uh i like it good it's free you can play people online for a couple of times until you have to wait to your coins every half so hour you, you get every half another hour. point but then you can go and just play the arcade mode you're waiting for that the arcade mode uh, i think every hour you get to play that again yeah uh, but for someone who likes their gaming in short bursts, then I'm quite happy with it. The, the idea of building up your characters and buying uh, improvements for them with an in-game currency, which you don't have to pay for, I, I must add. 
but uh, you can pay for it. Yeah, I think you can pay for it yeah. if you want to. That's why I won't be worried about it. Depends yeah. on your personality, I think, if this game's going to end up costing you money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's really nice to have got that. Uh, great uh, music on the menu uh, screen. I've got to add. Uh, have I played anything? Oh, Go Go Ackman I've been playing Yeah, this week. Go Go Ackman looked really fun. Uh, it's, it's a great platform game. Feels very fair, but it's very challenging. Uh, you will find yourself replaying levels over and over again, but for me, I, kn- I didn't get tired of it. In fact, I'd, I could have played it on, but I, I knew I had to go to bed uh, the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty cool, though. So Go Go Ackman, for those who don't know, the 2D platform on the SNES with character designs by Kira Toyama, who uh, created Dragon Ball. Um, yeah. Really good. I'm looking forward to playing the sequels, which I've also uh, purchased. But yeah, they're in the looked UK. really cool, though. Uh, I don't think I've played much else this week. I've probably... It's been a short week since the last podcast, in all fairness. We've both been pretty yeah, busy. Yeah, it has, yes. We are recording slightly earlier than usual because we've got a busy weekend. So we have. So, Yeah. Um, bought anything? Uh, yeah, bought quite a few things, actually. Oh, my God, you have. I haven't really. It looks a lot longer than it Go is. Go on, you... Uh, bought Super Mario 64 um, because it was... Cheap. I maybe mentioned this last week, and because obviously how cheap? Uh I think it was about three, four pound. Yeah. It's okay. It came in the manual as well, so I'm I'm not too bothered about that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna play it through the Super even Mario Super like Challenge, it. even though I, I maybe maybe who knows? Maybe I'll find a love for it. Maybe I'll play it again and go. Oh, well, this. I'm looking for the moment you turn it on and go. Gone. Wow, this isn't actually that bad. No, I'll end up throwing the controller in frustration. I'm not a fan of it. Um, and because of Sony's conference with Kingdom Hearts and them then going, ha ha, it's not exclusive, but I'd already gone, ooh, Kingdom Hearts. I finally bought Birth by Sleep for the PSP and I bought Kingdom Hearts Recorded for the DS, which is a remake of the first Thank one you. for the DS, just because it was really cheap on Amazon. Birth by Sleep was, and I, I bought the, the collector's edition, which sent me back 30 quid. Um, I could probably go to go cheaper, but I didn't care. I, I want that art book. Yeah, I will have that art book. And yeah, Kingdom Hearts recorded was only about three pound for a box copy. I was like, ah, I'm not going to pass that up. I probably wouldn't have bought it otherwise, to be honest. Uh, I will have by the time I've posted this, probably have The Last of Us in my hands because I'm going to pick it up on the 14th when it's released. I may also buy Animal Crossing a new leaf as well. So I'm kind of interested in playing it with some of you guys and maybe writing a small blog entry on mm. it every now and again, saying, oh, this is what's going on in my Animal Crossing New Leaf yeah. Town. Yeah, uh, but that's nice. it for me. What about you? Bought anything? Have you? Have yeah. you? Have you? Have you? Oh, yeah, pre-ordered PS4 as well. Oh, oh good, yes. I can tell you what I bought because I had to turn on my phone check eBay. Uh, Adam's Family for Super Nintendo. For over five pounds. Uh, Lomax on the PS1. This was a 2D platform game uh, featuring a lemming as the main protagonist. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Vib Ripple for the PS2. Yay, Japanese games. Japanese uh, PS2. Uh, Vib Ripple is a sequel to Vib Riven. Yay. One of my favorite games. Ah, I got that for a a bargain price. Uh, I'm finding this with Japanese PS2 games. Pretty reasonably priced. Yeah. Yeah. And free shipping to Denmark, which Hooray. is perfect for me. I bought an Evangelion game, uh, being a fan of the series. Uh, there's a couple of them on the PS2. Uh, I bought one that probably contains a lot of Japanese text. But, Yay! Uh, it was cheap. Hey. Let's learn Japanese. Um, 
<laughs> this is a good one. Uh, what's it called? I can't see because the big paid uh, symbol over the title of the game on my eBay. Uh, this is a PS2 fighting game, which uh, I'm looking into. Is that the one with a, a certain leader of the Autobots in? Yeah, it's Ooh. got an Optimus Prime and Bomberman in. It is called... Ah, shucks. Dream Mix TV World Fighters. Yeah. And that was, again, rather cheap. Uh, the Rumblefish, another PS2 uh, fight, 2D fighter game, uh, quite highly regarded. Uh, again, good price for that. And strangely, I, I said I wouldn't purchase it, but I did link... <laughs> Zelda linked the faces of evil oh, to the CDI. Come to me, CDI games. Okay, now, I wouldn't have purchased this if it was at a ridiculous price. Uh, I managed to get a copy for £20 and... £3 postage, £23 in all. Um, but is the game worth £20? Considering the price that people are trying to sell this at on eBay, uh, a good deal. I got excited A wise man once told me, Tom Parry, the only reason those games have any value is because of how terribly famous they are for being terrible. Yep. And you just added to this sordid world I of remember you telling games. me you wanted to play it. Yeah, but we haven't got a CDI, so I can't play it. Oh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um, but yeah, that that price it was maybe even an investment to sell on. I was curious to play it. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as maybe I've heard. I've played some bad games in my time, and I know there's some worse Space games Marines. On, on CDI, so we'll give it a go. In all fairness, it can't be half as annoying as the Zelda cartoon. At least Link's gonna go not go. Well, excuse he me, princess. He probably will in one of the cutscenes. Oh, he probably will. Won't he? <laughs> <laughs> the animation's probably on par yeah, with I that think, animated I think sequence. He's got a, he got worse uh, uh, lines um, even in the uh, animated series. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is that it for you? Uh yes, and that is it for me. All together, I'm gone. It's late. It is. Uh, we're gonna go to bed. I'll probably post this. I, I actually, I am gonna post this tomorrow. So oh yeah, yeah. On the fourteenth, uh, look out on our Twitter today because I will probably post up my friend code for the 3ds so I can play New Leaf with you people. And yeah, apart from that, if you haven't got our Twitter, if you want to find out about that, it's at TMA Cast on Twitter. We're on Facebook at forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. And, yeah, you should go to our iTunes and search for Tom and Matt Attack and subscribe and rate us, please. It's the only way we'll get feedback well, and stuff. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed the extended edition of the show. Yes, we have talked for an awful long <laughs> while about E3. Hopefully you done. glimmered some truth from yeah, it. Yeah, we have glaringly missed a few things which you'll probably be keen to point out we have please point them out to us <laughs> not in a review on itunes but on twitter i, I know a few things we've missed but uh so do i but it's yeah. late and we're both tired it's been a very long week and we have a long weekend ahead of us so until but then g- 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 game on yeah